Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight, and I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is good. God is actually great. It's just no word to really describe how awesome he is, but he is awesome in my life, and I truly thank God. I truly thank God for the Holy Ghost, for the indwelling of his spirit. That is the best thing about me. That is the best thing about my whole life. And y'all, I'm just so in love with my lover, Jesus Christ. But um, y'all, I'm going to get started with this. Tell it like it is Tuesday. I'm glad that I was actually able to do this podcast. I just, I'm just getting in. It's about nine o'clock, a little after nine, and I'm barely getting in from choir rehearsal but i was like you know what i'm gonna push through y'all and i'm gonna do this on tonight and i probably will be changing my tell it like it is tuesday to tell it like it is thursday because it seems like i'll be having choir rehearsal quite often on tuesdays so i'm gonna change my time uh perhaps to thursday so if i'm not on here next tuesday i'll definitely be on here on thursday if nothing happens glory to god but on this Sell It Like It Is Tuesday, I wanted to talk about the church because I know a lot of times you you go to the church building and you like, oh, Jesus. Like, I'm talking about the ones that's really seeking God. Like, you go, oh, Jesus, what has happened to your church? But you have to realize that even though you're going into a church building, do not mean that the people there are part of the church because I did a podcast before explaining like who the church is. The church is a body of baptized believers in Christ Jesus. Those are the people, those are the people, and those are the people that have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and they have been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongue and they are continuing to live a holy life. Those are the people that are part of the church. So on tonight, I'm stirred up in my spirit because it's so much evil. Evil is rampant. God said that this will happen in the last days, but I'm like, you know what? The church needs to get stirred up because ain't no time for us to be backing down. It's no time for us to be cowards. Because I'll be looking around like, where's the church, man? The church is silent. The church, I don't... I. I know I try not to say this word, but the church don't need to be acting like a punk because we got God's spirit. And just because it seems like the majority is saying one thing, we still got to stand on the truth of God's word. And it's like, okay, even if your family don't agree, even if your friends don't agree, even if your coworkers don't agree, why are we not standing up and saying something? So why are we why are we ashamed? And, I, and when I say we, I don't mean me because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if I have to be the only person at my job that's standing for holiness, I'm going to do it. If I have to be the only person, if I'm in a family that don't believe in the Holy Ghost and don't believe in living a saving, clean life, I'm going to stand because I believe in the power of the Lord and I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. And so in this hour, God wants his church to stand up and to shine as lights in darkness. We don't have no business letting the darkness overcome us, but I'm going to give up my message on today. My, my theme or my title is God's church is still powerful. And why I say still, because a lot of times 
you might be you you might not be saved you might listen to this and like oh my gosh what has happened because back in the day i know when i was younger when i used to go up in a church building i mean the power was so strong it it just pushed me to receive the holy ghost because i i i wanted i wanted the spirit that inhales the saints of god i wanted to praise the lord you know like the saints and i i what i was wondering what is this that have them doing this and then after even that even after that when when demonic spirits when people came in with demonic spirits those spirits was cast out like you didn't leave out the same and so i remember some services that we was in they were like get the kids get the kids stand against the walls and, and get the kids make sure they're out the way because and then i always wonder why did they do that but as i grew up okay when that spirit is cast out of that person it's going somewhere like it's gonna go in house something or somewhere and you don't want it to feel you and us kids wasn't filled with the holy ghost so they didn't want that demonic spirit to get on us so they was like you know like protect the kids okay like pray for the kids and so now i understand that because that spirit has somewhere to go but demonic spirits we seen this in services demonic spirits the the young lady come up one way with demonic being possessed with demonic spirits she walk out free uh hey glory to god of those demonic spirits and i'm looking like wait a minute and i don't understand why people are still coming to church and you leaving the same way with the demonic spirits and saying oh i can't i'm still depressed i'm still bound i still want to kill myself after you have went to a service i'm talking about a powerful fiery holy ghost service you went but you left out the same this should not be god's church is still powerful you need to check the church you're going to you need to check the church you're going to because if you're comfortable i said to some other if you're comfortable in sin and it's not bothering you and you going to church something is wrong and so you shouldn't lead the same way you came so i'm gonna say it again god's church is still powerful we the church have the power we are God's ambassadors in the earth. Ambassador is a representative. I'm an authorized representative of God in the earth. Okay? God has given us power over all the power of the enemy. God has given us the power over all the power of the enemy. God has given us the power to cast out devils and un clean spirits so we have no business saying that like the demons i'm possessed by demons i can't sleep at night they're bothering me and you are going to a church that you are going to a building that claims to be a church no you should be free where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and your pastor the elders of the church have the power to cast out that evil spirit in the name of jesus christ do not go home the same glory to god we have power like no that the devil has some power but god has all power and if we possess the holy ghost hallelujah we have the power to cast out devils and unclean spirits read your bible glory to god god has given us the power to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover they hands on the sick and they shall recover so if we send a pair backing down off a of coronavirus what 
We're going to back down off Corona. No, God has given us the power to heal. God, the power is God. And he has given elders, the elders, the, hey, he said, hey, call for the elders of the church. They will pray for the sick. This is in the Bible. Why? Why? And then we're going to talk about we, we that claim to be saved. Oh, now I'm going to stay at home, Corona Robin. Do you believe in the power of the Holy Ghost? Do you believe that God, even if you got coronavirus, the elders can lay hands on you and you can be healed? It's possible. If God wants you to be healed, you will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. So glory to God. Y'all, I'm going to go on because I don't want to make this long. But God has given us the power to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And sometimes God has given even women that a uh, spiritual gift where they can lay hands on on other people and they will be healed you don't have to have a title to heal somebody if you are filled with the holy ghost and god say lay your hands on that young man right there lay your hands on that child right there if you lay your hands on them and god have told you to do it they will recover you gotta be if god have told you to do something you got to do it in the name of jesus christ but make sure that god is telling you to do that now God has given us the power to be used to perform miracles. Miracles ought to be happening in our churches. If you read in Acts, miracles was happening in the church. Miracles, miracles, miracles was happening in church. And I'm going to explain why in just a moment. And why sometimes they're not as prevalent these days. But God has given us the power to perform miracles. God has given us the power to prophesy. Like back in those days, the mothers mothers men of god whoever would say to you hey hey god showed me this god showed me that this is going to happen or god showed me that this is what you are doing right now he said stop it in the name of jesus christ they get the mothers they didn't even have to have the title prophetess people so hungry for prophetess title or prophet title but no you don't need a title when god has already given you the gift that people don't have to never call me by my title but i know what god has given me but anyway if god has led you to go to somebody and tell them something that is happening now that you that god has showed you that's happening now that they need to stop or something in the future that's gonna happen you need to speak the word of the lord and sometimes prophecy can be good too it can be a good like what i'm saying as in good news far as like okay you God, see your tears. God, see your pain. God, see you living righteous for God. God is going to do such and such. This is what he said. Okay, yes. But sometimes prophecy, a lot of time in the Bible, when people came to say prophecy, people were scared because it really wasn't something they wanted to hear. It was a warning. But if you heed the warning, you'll be saved. And so we can't be afraid to shut our mouth when God tell us to tell someone something. Because see, ooh, Glory to God. That's the problem in the church today. People are scared to hurt people's feelings rather than being scared of the wrath of God because you didn't disobey what God told you to tell this person. You care more about the person's feelings, what they're going to think about you, if you're going to be accepted, than what God has told you to speak out of your mouth. No. Back in them days, some prophets wasn't liked by everybody. You ain't going to be liked by everybody. You're not going to be popular if you're telling people what thus said the Lord because they're not going to want to turn from their evil ways. Some people will. Some people won't. You're not going to have a bunch of friends. And I'm, I'm telling y'all, in the church building, I'm like, in the church building, it's, it's a sin and a shame sometimes. In the church building, if you're living right 
before the Lord and you have consecrated your life before the Lord in the church building, you're not going to have people flocking to you. You got to remember in Jesus' day, in Jesus' day, them so-called church folk is the ones that had him killed. His own people, the Jews, had him killed. So think about it. If you live for God and your life is consecrated before God and they don't want to come up to the standard, they're not going to like you. They're not going to fuck around you because they, I don't know what it is. Some people do not like the truth. And then some people that are bold, like if you're bold for God in the truth and they are, then they, they don't want to say nothing about it. And they like having a lot of buddy, buddy friends. They ain't going to want to be friends with you. You got to stand up for what is right. And I said, Lord, you know what? I know when I when I came back to you, you told me that this was going to happen. But I really, I'm like, dog, when you go to a church building, you would think that, okay, we all supposed to be loving God and we all supposed to be building up the kingdom. We all supposed to be doing things for Christ. And you know, you would think you would have like people, a lot of people flocking to you because we all supposed to be in the same faith or whatever. But that's not the case in a, in a lot of scenarios because again, Jesus, Jesus, he had 12 disciples, but it was so many people crowded around him when he was giving the fishes and the loaves. But when he really was doing what, what he was purposed to do, people turned their back on him and did not want to be a part of it. So anyway, we're going back to prophecy. You must speak the words of the Lord and do what he has called you to do. Even if I had to learn that, even if you have to walk alone, the Lord had told me, he kept telling me and he keeps telling me when I say, Think when I go in prayer and say, Lord, what is this? Why? Why is this happening? I told you to speak my word. I told you, don't be afraid of their faces. Speak my word. And that's all he keeps telling me. Even though I I sometimes you want, you got golly, man. Lord, where you know, where's my where's my support? Because we all supposed to be building up the kingdom of God. Do I want, you know, you want to have some people that support you, not to push, like push you up more than you ought. But to say, you know, have support around you because you're doing the will of God. You want other people around you that's doing the will of God and encourage you on your walk with God. But sometimes that's not, that's very rare these days because everybody do not have a sold out, sold out mindset for the Lord. But you go forth in Jesus name. I always encourage myself in the Lord. And every now and then God will send someone to me to, to, Give me to to tell me that you know what you are doing the right thing. You're on the right track. You're doing what God wants you to do. Just keep doing it. And like I said, every now and then that will happen, and that will happen for you if you're listening. So you better prophesy on what God tells you to do. Um, next thing, God has given us the power to love unconditionally, and see that goes with what I was saying. Even though people that may be in your church building may not be treating you with love. You supposed to still love them because you claim to have the Holy Ghost. You claim to um, have God's spirit again. So you have to love them, even if they hate you, even if they don't show you love. Because the one thing that gets on my nerves, I'll be like, like, I love you, sis, or love you, sis. Sis, you ain't doing nothing to prove to me that you are my sister. But I'm still going to show you love, but don't, you know, I had seen a meme one day, like the main ones that saying, sis, them the ones you got to watch. Or I love you, sis, because they said it with their mouth, but their heart is far from it because their actions are far from it. Because when Jesus said he loved us, he showed us that he loved us. So saying, I love you, sis, but 
you ain't encouraging me or supporting me on my walk with God. Like what? I don't, you don't even really know me outside of church. So what, what? I love you, sis. You'd be like, huh? So, but we're going to go on in the name of the Lord. But anyway, you still have to love them. You still, like I keep hearing my dad say, like you, you don't say, you know, forget the church, forget the church. No, you say, I'm going to shine my light no matter how many hypocrites are there because hypocrites going to be in every church. But no matter how many hypocrites are there, no matter how many fake people are there, you still shine your light. You still show love because you really do love them. You really do want them to be saved. You really do care about them as a person. And you keep showing that you care about them wholly. And I mean wholly as a whole total person. Because it's not about just us coming to church. But no, I care about your likes. I care about your dislikes. I care about what you're interested in. The businesses that you might have. What what your purpose is in life. I care about that. In any way I can support, I want to be there. You keep showing the love of Christ, no matter how you're getting treated. That is what the power of the church will do. Good Lord, have mercy. God, I said this, God has given us the power to be light in darkness. Like, why? Like, if I'm going to somewhere, a job around unsafe family, I shouldn't be blending in with the darkness. Like somebody should be able to point me out and know that I'm saved. I won't even have to say it. I don't have on a t-shirt that say I am saved. I don't have to have that on for them to know that I am saved because I'm not doing the same things as they're doing. If they drinking, cussing, gossiping, smoking, I shouldn't be drinking, cussing, gossiping, smoking. First of all, I'm going to be there, but then I'm not going to be there long because I'm not about to get cancer because you want to be smoking up a storm. I ain't getting no secondhand smoke. I love you. I, I do not think I'm better than you. I sure don't. But I'm not about to get uh, no cancer because you sitting up there puff, puff, give. I'm not about to do that. So I love you, but I'm not getting cancer for you. You secondhand cancer, I heard, was worse than the first hand. First, uh, I mean, secondhand smoke is worse than first. So mm -mm, if you want to do all that, I can't be around you. And then certain people, when they get that look in their system, they start acting crazy. I'm not going to be around you when they call the cops. I'm just not about to do that. I love you with the love of the Lord. I'm about, we're going to sit down. We're going to have dinner. We're going to talk. But then when you start getting drunk and crazy, me and my family got to go. So you got to be the light in darkness. It don't mean that you are holier than thou. But hey, look, uh-uh, something about to go down because you don't want to control yourself. And so love you, bro. Love you, sis. But no. Certain things, certain people, they get that look in that system and they start talking crazy, doing crazy. No, you don't want your family to be around that kind of atmosphere when they when they, when they they start getting the drunk. I'm not saying don't go around your family, but what I'm saying is you know where to draw the line at while you're around your family. So you got to be that light and darkness. If you at a job, light and darkness, they start cussing and fussing, all you got to do is excuse yourself in certain conversations. Do not sit there and take part in certain conversation because you are blending in with the darkness you need to get up you need to go god will lead you glory to god we're going to go on because i'm really trying to make this uh 30 minutes but we might go longer now again i mentioned this but when i mention power i'm talking about the holy ghost power because in yourself you're not strong enough so how you know you have received the Holy Ghost for the first time, you will begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. And so unless you have spoken a language unknown to you, 
uh, under the power, un with, when the spirit is speaking through you, then you're not a part of the church. The only way you can be a part of the church is to be born of the water, which is baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and born of the spirit, which is filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in another language. And so if we have this Holy Ghost power, I'm asking the church on a day, why are you fearing? Because if we had Holy Ghost power, we have no business fearing evil. Evil can be all around us, but we shouldn't fear. We shouldn't fear. The Psalms even say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because who is with me? Thou art with me. God is with me. And I always tell, I'm a teacher. And I always tell my students, let me tell you one thing. God's power within me is greater than whatever's gun that y'all have, whatever weapon that y'all have, God's power within me is greater than whatever weapon that you may use or whatever you try to do. So we can't fear evil because evil is all around us and the people are possessed by multiple demonic spirits. And we we don't we just don't even know that we are not fighting flesh and blood. We and, and it's a shame. We as a church got to get stopped being weak stop being cowards stop being weak stop being cowards because god glory to god god <clears throat> has not given us the spirit of fear but power love and a sound mind and so y'all i'm gonna end it right here just for a quick moment and then i'm gonna come back because this anchor only gives me 30 minutes and i'm about to run out my 30 minutes and before i start my new point which is not going to take long i'm going to flip over so if you hear a little click that's what happened and so it's going to come right back on just give me a moment glory to god okay i'm back yes lord glory to god so like i was saying we do not fear evil now we are not, I'm going to say it again, we are not cowards because I'm like, what in the world? Why is saints of God backing down from the devil? We're not going to back down from the devil. We're not going to sit back and do nothing and watch while our family, our children, our communities is dying in their sins. And it's like, we see this. We see um, the sexual perversion. We see the sexual perversion, like pornography in our children, our children watching pornography is at an all-time high, and us parents can do something about that. Put them parental controls on your kids' tablets and their phones because this is ridiculous. Sexual perversion, and they looking, they looking at same sex, they looking at opposite sex, whatever. But they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have sex at all before marriage. That is what we in holiness teach. So we need to be careful what we allow our children to view. But this sexual sexual perversion is all around us and see certain things didn't used to happen like now on regular tv you seeing sexual scenes it's taking over and they saying like it's okay like back in the day they did not think it was okay for even a man and a woman to sleep together before marriage but now people are like okay you better get you some girl you better get you some girl uh no i'm saving myself to marriage i've been there done that made bad decisions i'm not about to stay in sin you got me messed up i know the consequences that come with sin i love god i love me and i'm not doing it so anyway but that sexual perversion then it's even worse because now it's like they are trying to force this men and men and women and women 
on TV, on movies, on commercials, on all of this stuff. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. We got to shield our eyes as adults from this stuff. But we need to make sure that our children are being shielded from this. Uh, again, make sure if you can put them parental controls on the tablets, on the phones, do so. On the TV, whatever you have to do. And don't be, be an example in front of your children. Like, I'm a single mom. I'm not out here having sex with a man. Because I know that God has told me to abstain from fornication so i'm not out here doing that i'm an example in front of my child because i don't want her out here having sex my girls having sex with men i don't want my son out here thinking it's okay to have sex with a woman it's not okay until you are married so that's not okay and two girls and two boys together is not okay either that is sexual perversion gang violence oh my gosh y'all <clears throat> over the past Oh God, over the past couple of months, my heart has been aching and I, I can't, and I, I got to talk to my pastor some more about what to do because we're going to be talking about what to do in our community because of, in the surrounding counties, these young people have been dying because of gang violence. Either they, <clears throat> they was an innocent bystander or like they was in a gang and the other gang shot them or however, however it worked with Lord these are some small towns that i live in and the gang violence is taking over and i'm not devil i i rebuke you in the name of jesus christ i'm not giving you no glory on this site but i am saying that we are coming for you in the name of jesus christ but y'all we have to be mindful of this and it's not like you can say sitting like ha la 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 i'm saved oh well who cares? I got my own battles to fight. Are you serious? While all of our youth, not all of our, a lot of our youth is dying. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? So I'm like really serving my spirit. And I'm like, Lord, what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do. And I promise you when God give me the direction, because I'm going to go to my pastor and talk of what we can do in this community to, to the violence may stay, but no, we're going to reduce it. We did, we need to reduce it and somebody needs to be saved. Like, Lord, I don't know who gonna be saved, but I'm gonna do my part. And whoever hears the word and obey them the ones that's gonna be saved. But we got to do something about this game violence. A lot, some not a lot, but a, a handful of my students have passed away from gang violence. And it really hurts my heart. And so I'm like, we're gonna do something. And I know right now. Before I get the strategy, I know one of the strategies is prayer. And I am praying glory to God. And I'm like, Lord, Lord, please lead me and guide me on what to do and how to do, Lord, shield our children. Lord, please awaken our children. And I know, like I've heard, that it's not that easy to get out of a gang. So that's why I'm praying to give me, Lord, give me the strategy on what to do and how to do. Lord, release these children from the bondage of sin, the bondage of these games in the name of Jesus Christ. And then so... And then the kids, the, it said that they would be unholy, unthankful, disobedient to parents. This is happening. But we have the power of prayer. We have the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm like, oh, no, I will anoint my children and be like, the devil, you will not reside in this temple. You will get out in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus Christ because we cannot... There is no way, there is no, there is, there is no way, glory to God, that we calling ourselves saved, that we are calling ourselves saved and we're comfortable with seeing 
our children participate in sexual perversion. And it's not, you know what? It's not just children. The adults, I just said, like adults my age, they got the can't help it. It's got to keep having sex with men. And I'm not saying, you know what, you can you can be delivered from that. And I'm not pushing myself up on a pedestal. But what I am saying is if you claim to be in a church, a part of the church, and you still got the can't help it, like you have to have sex, then you're not saved. That's point blank, period. Because the Holy Ghost gives us power power over that and god will control your sexual urges god will control those sexual urges if you submit your body to the power of the holy ghost he's not gonna make us do anything but it's we gotta submit our power our body to the power of the holy ghost and there's some disciplines that we must practice on the daily to keep this body cooled down so i'm gonna go on it's normal let me say it again it's normal to have sexual desires but when you go after the, you know you single and you having sex, out here having sex with men, then you need to examine yourself and say, Lord, uh-uh, I submit my body, my heart. I need you to show me what to do because I don't supposed to be out here having sex, especially if you came to be saved. So we're going to go on. Glory to God. God will show you what to do. And if you've found, been found in this sin, just ask God for forgiveness and ask, seek God's face for how not to commit that sin again. Pray, fast, stay away from the person. Stay away from the person. Cut off ties with the person. If you got to can't help it, and you can't help it right now. Stay away. You know what environments not to go in until you become strong. So we're going to go on. Then people, like I have seen so many people committing suicide, um, saying that they're depressed, saying that they're overtaken by anxiety. And this is a problem. If you are claiming to be in God's church, and God's church is powerful, we should not be overcome by the spirit of anxiety, depression, anxiety or depression. And so we need to realize we are God's people. We have the power to speak to that spirit and say, I will not be depressed. I will not have anxiety. I, and then you have to do stuff. If you know what's triggering your depression, anxiety, you need to stop doing it. If you and then stop doing stuff and add stuff to you. Like I I'm not I'm not even a person that gets like all depressed and all of this. No, I'm not that kind of person and I believe I'm not because like I keep I have things going on in my life that may cause some people to be depressed, but I'm not depressed because I keep myself uplifted. I'm always affirming myself through the word of God. And then I'm speaking words over myself through the word of God. And then I'm watching motivational videos. I have this, this is a daily routine, watching motivational videos, watching, um, I have a Bible plan that I do every day. I read the word of God every day. I have all of this stuff going on every day, every day, every day. So I'm keeping myself uplifted. And so you have to keep yourself uplifted and built up in Christ. So when bad situations come, you the, the word of God will come back to your mind. Or when when just the devil just try to weigh you down, you can go regurgitate the word of God. So and then you can't get yourself boggled down with a lot of stuff. And I'm like, I know like what I can handle and what I can't. So I'm not about to fill my plate up, like fill my schedule up with all this stuff. No. If it's going to take me out of God, if it's going to have me stressed out 
to the point where I cannot function in the areas I need to function in? No, I'm not adding that to my plate because I have to bring glory to God and I have to take care of my family. I have to take care of my body. Hey, I got to be hot and ready for Jesus and my husband, my natural husband. So I'm not about to wear my body out. Mm -mm, That's not about to happen. So glory to God. We're going to go on. So we as the church have the answer. So we as the church, we have Jesus who is the answer. And Jesus, through Jesus, we have the Holy Ghost power. So there's no reason that we should be like people that are not saved. We should not be talking weak. We shouldn't be talking slow. We should be like, through the power of the Holy Ghost, I am an overcomer. I will not give into this. I will like do what it takes to stay on fire for God. I will do what it takes to stay connected with God. I will do what it takes to stay motivated and to stay joyful. So we have the answer. So I'm telling you, if you are not saved on today, you need the power of the Holy Ghost because I promise you, the power of the Holy Ghost is what's keeping my mind and my heart and my body. That is what's keeping me because without the Holy Ghost, I don't know where and what I would be doing on today because pressures come upon me as a single mom. But I thank God. And I don't have a lot of friends. I said that earlier. I don't. I don't have a lot of friends. I can count on one hand the people that I talk to outside of my family. Less less than one hand. Less than one full hand. Because, again, it's when you've been called to do something, a lot of people do not want to link up with you. And then the people that don't understand your call or your your mission or your assignment, they don't want to link up with you. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. But it's like it, it is what it is. Because, again, Jesus, Jesus didn't have a lot of friends. Not a lot of true ones. Okay, so which is not a friend to me. So, I want to encourage y'all. So, that brings me to the next point. We as saints of God need to bond together. Because what I see is the world bonding together to do what they want to do. Pass these laws with LGBTQ. Um, different gun laws that should not begin passed. I mean, it's just different things that's happening uh, in the world. And so the church needs to get on one accord so God's power can be magnified through us. We want to see the miracles. We want to see the healings, but we got to do what it takes. And in the Bible, what they did in Acts, in that Acts church, they got together and they prayed. They prayed. They broke bread together. They was together and they had all things common. But what I'm seeing in the church is a lot of division. The division should not be in the church because if the church is divided, then Satan can get the advantage over us. So I'm telling y'all on today, you stay in your lane. I stay in mine. We are the body of Christ. We are many members with one body. If one person has been called to do this in the body, let that person do that. You do your part in the body. You encourage and you support the person that's doing that. Then the other person encourage and support that person. And pray, pray for each other. Stop the gossiping. Stop the gossiping and encourage, pray, and support one another. Because what we need to understand is that we are in this together. It's not no little I or no big you. We're all in this together. The pastor is like the under shepherd 
He's the leader in the church, but then all of us united together function as a church. He wouldn't be a pastor if he didn't have any members or a flock. We all have our separate positions on what we need to do to function in the church. So away with all these gossip, and it don't even matter what you claim to be. If you are Holy Ghost filled and you've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are my sister, you are my brother, and we ought to encourage and support one another in the body of Christ because we are one. This gospel message must get out before the end of time, and God going to make sure. And he wants to use each and every one of us. So don't look down on your brother or your sister. Encourage them. Support them in their, in their walk with God because we together is powerful. And if that one, if, if, if you steadily criticizing and gossiping about this one and discouraging that one, you are making that link. You're trying to make that link weak, but actually you causing division and war to you. God going to get you. But we, as the body of Christ, we are one and we need to be one in fellowship, one in love, one in spirit. We need to act like it and walk as one, speak the same thing and mind the same thing. Because in that Bible, in the Bible and Acts, that's what they did. And that's why the miracles was done. That's why a lame man got up, walked and leaped and praised God. That's why the shackles was loosed in the, when, um, I believe it was Peter, no, Paul and Silas, they went to jail, shackles, released. They was released from prison, glory to God, because they prayed and they sang songs unto the Lord their God. So we need, we need to realize we got the power. And I mean, it might be some spiritual bondage, spiritual bondage that you may be in, but you need not to let the devil hold you captive. If you had a Holy Ghost, you got the power. You got the power in you to destroy those chains. Let the Lord do it. See, the gates of hell is not going to prevail against the church. But if you decide to walk out the church, you're on your own. So I'm telling y'all, encourage one another in the body of Christ. Do good, especially to those that are in the body of Christ, because we need one another and we are powerful, more powerful together. All right. Regardless, again, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Um, Together, we're going to pray. Like I said, we're going to fast and God will give us a strategy on what to do and how to do in these last and evil days. The church, in conclusion, the church is powerful. We will fight because I'm not going down without a fight. And I'm talking about I got my whole armor of God in prayer and supplication. And I am not going down without a fight. We will fight and we will win. Those gangs do not have nothing on G-O-D. You have nothing. Whatever gang you claim, you have nothing on G-O-D and his people. And I'm a child of God. Glory to God. Father, the devil that have them bound don't have nothing on us and God. The devil, it's, it's a demonic energy working inside of people. So you can't see these, these children or these adults as just them. It's a demonic spirit using them to destroy, destroy life. Have no regard for human life. It's a demonic spirit. But when we pray in the spirit, when we fast in the spirit, the Bible says this kind come by prayer and fast. When we pray and we fast and we unite together as one, not divided, God going to move in our communities. God going to move in our families. Glory to God. 
The devil is already defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. So I encourage y'all, let's walk in power. We're not going to give our children over to the devil. We're not going to give our families over to the devil. Uh, we are going to be that light. We're going to live holy. And we are going to activate. We are going to make sure that the power of God is activated in our lives. Because the church is not dead. The church is much alive. The church is powerful. And if you are going to a church that is not operating the power of the Holy Ghost, you need to get out of that church. Ask the Lord to send you to a church that is led by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. Because we, we y'all... We can't do this in our own strength. I promise you, I tried to live holy. I tried to do a lot of things on my own without the Holy Ghost, and it did not work. You're going to need the whole, that was a long time ago, y'all, 14 years ago. You're going to need the Holy Ghost power. And I know when I began to use the Holy Ghost power, change was destroyed in my life, and I began to see miracles happen in my life. I began to grow in the Lord. I began to be holy. I began to overcome things because situations because i submitted my life to the holy ghost you want to see the power of god in your life submit your life to the holy ghost you want to the you want to see the church walking in power submit to the holy ghost because i don't care about what your your career is how much money you got whatever you got if you are not submitted to the power of the holy ghost it is ineffective we want to walk in power we need to care about the church and the building of the kingdom of god and it's not just about paying your tithes off that's a good part you gotta pay it so we can do the work on the outside but you you need the holy ghost power because that's the problem that's why a lot of people is failing and they see they self-depressed want to kill themselves but still going to church you don't have the holy ghost you need to seek god for the Holy Ghost. And he will give you power over them nasty or them negative thoughts that you have in your head. He will give you the power to overcome it in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he don't want us to be depressed. He don't want us to be down. So I'm going to end this podcast because I almost went over to an hour. But I thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost working in my life. It totally changed my life. Because of it, I have joy. I have peace. I have love. Glory to God. I can walk this life knowing that confusion and evil and uh negativity enemies is all around i know but i can still be joyful and love everybody and do good those to those that despitefully use me because i have the holy ghost power so god's church we're not the same we don't treat people the same because we have the holy ghost power we have that love unconditionally again so i'm going to end it with that and i pray that someone was blessed by this podcast please hit me up on Facebook at Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. Or you can contact me on Instagram, Holy Lady T, Holy, H-O-L-Y, Lady, L-A-D-Y, T. Or you can um, join my private Facebook group for single women, I Am Worth It, I Am Worth It. Or you can check out my YouTube page, I Am Worth It. Glory to God. Well, again, I pray that everyone have a blessed night. And remember, let us walk in power. Peace out.